Susan Price. And today's episode is what we need right now. Okay, so when we first started talking about this, I started thinking about, I think I say that all the time, when we first started talking about this, like, don't we plan this out? (laughs) We plan this. We we put time into it. We do, but I thought in my head that song, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little. <laughs> I'm just singing. I am busting people's ears right now. This is horrible. Too little love. <laughs> Sound like you're saying toodle. Toodle <laughs> love. Too little love. No, but that's the what I thought about at first. I'm like, what the world need, needs now is love, sweet love. And then I'm like, okay, honestly, that really is what, what the, the world, world needs. needs. Like, I wish that I could just say, what we all need right now is love. Like, we just really need love love right now can everybody listen to that song just really fast wish we could play it in the background the world needs now am i going too far is love <laughs> sweet love mm, just sorry too y'all love. just okay. turn your volume down a little bit <laughs> just turn it down a little so what the world needs now or what do we really need right now what do we really need right now i read this quote let me share this quote with you People before things, people before projects, family before friends, husband before children, husband before parents, tithe before wants, Bible before opinions, Jesus before all. Mm, that is good. Yeah. What do we really need right now? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. And, and what is Jesus? Love. All right, let's just end it now. We're done. Yeah. Sorry, that was a really quick one, guys. Not even two minutes. <laughs> let's go into detail. Why? You know, we we feel like we need so much right now. Mm-hmm. We need, um, you know, what's going to happen. We need all these things to to occur because we're women. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are listening to this are women. Sorry, men, but you are. They're women. Yeah. And if it's a man, you probably need to. But We're we, all needy. Yes. Life. What do we need? We always need something. And a lot of times, what as women, we're planners. Oh, yeah. And so we we can't plan right now. And we, we need that kind of planning and that schedule or whatnot. In Scripture, in Matthew um, 6, 8, it says, Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Mm. And to think that, what do we really need? We lack nothing. We lack nothing. God has already given us and already knows every need that we have. Yeah. I always think about the scripture, and I do not know where it's at, so I'm not even going to pretend that I do, about how if he supplies for the birds, Mm -hmm. then how do we have such little faith that he will supply for us and our every need? Like the wild animals, they're taken care of. So why do we doubt that he could ever take care of us? And, um you know, setting our priorities, and we've covered this some over the past episodes in the past, is, you know, Jesus at the center of everything. We talked about this in the diagram last time, too, is like God at the center, the core of everything, because he He is the foundation, um, which everything starts in our lives and begins, and, and everything should be centered around that. And, you know, I, I, I really, truly feel that we in this world lack love for sure. And if everyone just loved one another as they love God and yeah. as God loves us, 
what better place would this world be? Yeah. It's so hard, though, to for us to love. Okay, so it's so hard for us to love others when we don't know God's love for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we've even said that before, but it's so hard for us to love on others and to fulfill that need mm-hmm. when we don't understand that that need's already been fulfilled. Yeah. Well, and, and we have to love ourselves, like you said. Like, it begins with loving ourselves, so loving God, loving ourselves like God loves us, and yeah. loving others. And um, in John 13, um, verses 34 through 35, it says, So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. When we're loving like Jesus, even if we're not talking about Jesus, and we've covered this too, our love on other people, when we're just loving on other people that are surrounded by, or surrounding us, they feel the love of Jesus, even sometimes without us saying a word, because they see that something, they feel that something is different about us. And yeah. I truly feel that we have the capabilities of loving other people the same exact way that Jesus does. And it truly shows them a different side of the people in this world. Yeah, I think it's um, actually looking into kind of like that scripture says is, or that quote I shared said is, you know, Bible before opinions, mm. you know, some like I think, you know, we get our opinions of love from others. And really our opinion of love and what love is, is only found in the Bible. And that's what we all need. We need the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another scripture I want to share too. We might share quite a few scriptures yeah. actually in this one, which is good. Isaiah 58, 11, And it says, and this is, I feel like when I read this, I go, wow, this really hits home for right now in the seasons that we are in. Um, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a scorched land mm. and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Mm, that's, good. that's just like the scripture we just spoke about just a minute ago. Like he supplies all of our needs. Yeah. He will supply always. He will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. Mm, like mm. even when you are dry and you have nothing left to give. And that even means when you feel like you have no love yeah. left to give. He knows how you feel, and He will supply and satisfy those needs. But I think the matter of it is, is that we have to take that action and run to Him Mm -hmm. in those needs. And a lot of times I think we don't. We run to other things, and we suppress, and we we fill ourselves with things that don't satisfy us. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say the world satisfies. It says He satisfies us. So in a land, a sun-scorched land, when we are dry, he will fulfill our needs. But who does it? He. So we have to run to him, Mm -hmm. who is love, so that we can share that love. When we are sun-scorched and we are dry, where do we get our water? Where do we feed ourselves? Just like that. A water, that a well-fresh water that never fails. We ha- It's only from Him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about you, but there's been plenty of times that I have just been empty. Like empty, I felt that I have nothing left to give, nothing left to offer. 
I felt like I couldn't even give myself what I needed. But that was the problem is I was trying to supply for my own self and not seeking God in that time because it just was a time where I surrounded myself by no one but myself and isolated myself and didn't even include God in my circle. Yeah. So I was dehydrating pretty much because I wasn't (laughs) even seeking him out in those moments, regardless of him bending down and holding out his hand saying, come here, come with me. Right. I ignored that. And so I'm trying to figure it out on my own. And while I'm trying to feed and fuel myself with the things of the world, the things that don't satisfy, they may satisfy for a moment, but then we're out there trying to find it again to refuel us because we're on empty again because it's just temporary where God's love is permanent. And if we just surround ourselves with God and his word and we are close in our walk with him, then we're not going to go without. I love that you said the word dehydrated because... My son plays baseball, and with any sport, if you think about it, but I'm always like, you need to drink water. You need to drink water. You need to drink water. (laughs) Everybody's going to laugh at the way I say water now. You need to drink water. You need to drink water. You know, and I'm like, you need to drink. You need to drink. You need to drink because it's hot outside, and I know that if he doesn't drink and he doesn't hydrate himself, then he's going to get weak. He's going to be fragile. He's going to get tired. Like, you need that hydration. And when you said dehydrated right then, um, automatically my head went to that. Mm-hmm. And I sat here and I'm thinking, it's the same with the Word. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Jesus. It's the same with God. That we need that hydration. He is living water. Mm -hmm. We know that for a fact. And when we don't fuel ourselves with that living water, what do we need? What do we really need? We become dehydrated, just Mm -hmm. like you said. And so many times, so many times, because I fall less than perfect every day, Mm -hmm. I fill myself with things that I don't need versus things that I need And then I wonder why I'm so fragile, why I'm so weak, why I can't handle the situation that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm dehydrated, just like you said. I'm not filling myself with living water. I'm not overflowing. I'm literally dehydrating myself. I'm running dry. I'm sun scorched. The perfect thing is, though, and the most beautiful thing is, is when we're sitting here talking about that, and even though I'm dehydrated, God knows what my needs are. Mm -hmm. And so he still says, my child, repent, come to me, mm-hmm. which is the the best thing and the, the most grace and the most compassion and the most everything that he could shine on us to shine to others that he is to us. Because I'm thankful that those days that I come up very short, very dehydrated, very sun scorched, that he still says, I'm your living water. And no matter what, you will never run dry. Mm, That's good. I know I'm sitting here thinking about something so random and it goes along with like, I've been dehydrated and it's caused a kidney stone. And so I'm thinking like when we get dehydrated, spiritually, when we're dehydrated, Let's just think that that causes a kidney stone. That kidney stone is Satan. He's filling us full of just lies. Yeah. He's filling us full of just negativity. And it's so easy to get attacked on a daily basis when we're down there and that kidney stone still exists. So what do they do? They give you IV fluids to push it through. They're rehydrating your dehydration. And God is that source. He is our rehydration. Mm. That's really good. I mean, if you take... That word just kind of like profound, like a message in itself, you know, the dehydration of what can be of you if you are not fueling yourself with the living water. Mm -hmm. But even 
God even says he is still our water. You know, no matter what, we'll never run dry with him. So as much as you may feel dry, maybe you need to run to him so that he can just refresh you, rehydrate you. Mm. Kind of like you just said. Yeah. There's been plenty of times, like we've said, that, that I've been dehydrated. And, and one time in particular stands out in mind. And I was just, was depleted, I guess. that I don't even know if that's the word, depleted. Like I was just dry to the bone. I had nothing left in me. I felt like I had no feelings left. Like I was just empty. And I just remember finally surrendering that over to God and looking back on that time now and seeing how far I've been, I've been brought out of that. Yeah. I never want to go back to that place. And so that's why it's so important to work daily at staying hydrated yeah. through Christ. Um, so we never get to that place again because it's not a place that I enjoyed being at all. No. And, and it all comes to what you're filling yourself with because, you know, during all of everything that's going on right now, it's so easy to fill ourselves in our in our minds and our time with things that are so not important mm-hmm. because you have maybe spare time or because you just feel dry and you don't feel like doing anything else. And what I have realized from doing that, because I have done it, mul- you know, plenty of times to count, What I've realized from doing that is that when I fill myself with things that are not fuel for my soul, that are not water to continue to fill me up, they're not the living water just continuously running out of me so I'm overflowing with it, I I leak out stuff that's not so great. Mm -hmm. And it really portrays in my actions and in my thoughts and in the way I speak and what I do and, and all of that kind of stuff. And I easily get convicted of like, hey, you might need to change up something. You know, you might need to do something different. And so, I, you know, hydrating yourself with the right things too. Because you got here, you can hydrate yourself. I'm not going back to the daggone dehydration and hydration. I think you can hydrate yourself with water, living water, water that overflows. And you can hydrate yourself with Coca-Cola. True. Did I just say Coca-Cola? You sure <laughs> did. Why can't it be Mountain Dew? Coca-Cola. 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 You can hydrate yourself with a soft drink. The junk. There the you junk go. Junk. That fills and filters. That has day. sugar and that has all the sodium and all the calories and all that other stuff that makes you more tired. Yep. And so what you are putting into your body depends on how your body is going to function. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with the the word of God. That has to do with literally what you're eating and what you're putting while we sit here and drink sweet tea and eat sprees. And gobstoppers. And gobstoppers. But what you're putting into your body, hey, every now and then you need a sweet treat. Yes. What you're putting into your body really matters. Yeah. And so, you know, we could go out there and we could run a mile and drink four Cokes or, or Mountain Dews, whatever. Or we could go out there and run a mile and drink four waters. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be much more hydrated, much more feeling better after we get done. Like, it it matters what we're doing with the inside of us just as it matters what we're doing to portray what's coming out on the outside of us. Because what's going in is coming out. That's what I was about to say. Everything that goes in always comes out. Yeah. So negativity's fueling you. It's coming out of you. If you're hearing ugly words, it's coming out of you. Yeah. Um, just sin in general. When you're taking that sin in from all different angles, it's going to come out of you. It has to spill out somewhere. So I would much rather 
spill out positivity and love and Christ-likeness. And, you know, I think in life we, I do, want to love, but I, I want to love others. Yeah. And I want to love them well, but I also want to be loved. And so that's another thing is, like, if we feel empty on being loved, I mean, it's like in a relationship, in a marriage, you know, if you're not showing your spouse your love for them, they feel empty and they start wondering and questioning do you really love me? Yeah. And problems can arise in the marriage at that point in time too, because you're not taking that time for yourselves. And I'm going on a whole different path here, but keep going, girl, feel, rolling with you. <laughs> you feel empty and you just feel so unloved. And so in life, I want to love others, but I want to be loved. And so yeah. that's, you know, what God's called us to do is to love others, to love others well, to love others like he loves them. But also in return, we want to be loved. And so you have to work on those marriages, on those relationships and friendships and equally love each other yeah and so when you're not feeling that love then in comes all the negative things and it plays with your mind too and so there's so many different departments that I feel like we could become dehydrated in yeah so why not go ahead and overhydrate like Mm -hmm. not not crazy but like one step ahead you know how they say go ahead and if you know you have a game and you're going to be outside all day start a couple days before hydrating your body, getting your body prepared and, and ready for that big game that you're going to be outside right. for. That's good. When you're sitting there talking, I was thinking too, is there are so many compartments, compartments. I don't even know why I just said <laughs> compartments, but there are so many, I think you said departments, so many places in our lives. There we go. That we can get, you know, that we have to stay hydrated in, like you said. And the, the, the thing is, is though that the, there's only one thing that can keep us hydrated. So what do we really need? We really need Jesus. Jesus. We really need the love of Christ. And how do we get that? We get that in his word. We get that in feeding ourselves the truth. We get that in hydrating ourselves with scripture and with praise and with prayer we get that from him Mm -hmm. so the way to fill each one of those compartments (laughs) departments (laughs) the way to fill each one of those things is by fueling ourselves with the only thing that will give us that hydration the one true source the one true source and that's jesus Mm -hmm. i mean that that's it Jesus. We said that from the get-go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's all about God. Like, he seems such like a such a simple answer. And I'm not saying, oh, it's as easy as this. It's just Jesus. Yes, that's the answer. But it does require work, a daily work. And it's not always easy to just go to Jesus and to just live life for Jesus. It's hard. We live in a broken world, a world full of sin. We are easily influenced by people that are around us. And that's another reason it's so important to be prayed up. It's so important to be um, full in the word and to just be saturated with, you know, with what God's word says and in our walk, because easily the enemy comes to kill, steal, destroy. And that's his goal in life for us is to kill, steal, and destroy anything and everything from us. And so we really have to put forth the effort, have to put in the work. It's not just a snap your fingers and it's done type thing. Like it requires work, but that work is worth it. Let's see here. I, I Let's see where this goes. Cause you know, my thoughts are running rampant right now <laughs> and I don't know where this is about to go, but we're going to try to work with this. My thoughts is going as fast as they're going. We wake up in the morning. First thing we do. Sometimes, most of the time, the first thing someone does is look at their phone. We wake up, we look at our phone, we wake up, or we go to scripture, whatever you may do. 
But all throughout the day, you're feeding yourself with something, whether or not it be listening to the radio, whether or not it be watching TV, whether or not it be people at work, whether or not it be um, going to the store and hearing conversations, whether or not it be um, speaking to someone on the phone and, and talking in conversations. All day, every day, we are constantly fueling our lives off of something. Mm-hmm. Every minute, every hour, every second of the day. Yep. That's all I can think of. While you were sitting there talking. So my mind is, my mind's going crazy. We take all those minutes, all those hours, all those seconds. And how many hours, seconds, minutes are we fueling ourselves with living water? Mm. If you broke it down, maybe a quarter. Yeah. Maybe a fourth. Maybe a half. Maybe you got yourself going, oh, God, and you got about three-fourths or something. I don't know. You're fueling yourself with stuff, though, all day, every day. And what you're putting in eventually is what's coming out. Mm -hmm. So if you're giving yourself a quarter to Jesus, you got a quarter of your day to give Jesus to the rest of the world. Because you can't give more than you have. Nope. And then you got 50% of your day that's going elsewhere. You're giving something else. Mm. And so I'm sitting there thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, so what are you really giving to the rest of the world? How much Mm. are you really putting in to give back to the rest of the world? That's what my thoughts are going right now. That's ugly. I know. (laughs) Priorities, priorities. I know. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, and then that quarter that I'm giving back, who am I giving that quarter to? Because that quarter... That I should be giving back, if I'm only giving a quarter, should be going to my husband first, my children second. But what if I'm at work first, and so it's going to work first, then I'm coming home, and my husband and children really ain't getting nothing. I feel you on that. You know what I mean? I mean, by the end of like, the day, I'm exhausted. I have nothing left to give, and it's not fair to my family. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> so it's like, we get it. It's a hustle, and it's, it's yeah. hard, but you've got to find a balance. Put it into perspective right there for me. Like, mm-hmm. what I'm putting in is how much I'm getting back to give back. Mm-hmm. And if I'm only putting in a fourth, I'm only getting back a fourth, and that means there's a whole lot left that ain't getting a lot of Jesus. And if I'm only putting in a quarter, I'm only getting my quarter, that's 50% of the rest of my day that ain't getting Jesus. Like, I've got to put in a lot more work to be able to, be able to fuel and pour out that water as much as I need to be. I feel like we need a visual. I'm sitting here thinking on buckets of water. Like if you're scooping in water in, in one bucket and you're holding it on like a rope and it's going like a seesaw. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is what you've taken in today of the world. Yeah. But this is what you've taken in of God. Which way is that bucket going to go? Which way is that seesaw going to go? Is what from the world's feeding you going to be higher and yeah. put God on the bottom? Or is it going to raise God up and put the world on the bottom? Because... Nine times out of ten, I could probably say my day is fueled more or with other things of the world. Because yeah. you have a job. You have things that feed your mind that's not always positive. And that's why it's important we are careful with what we listen to. Yeah. Music-wise, TV-wise, even sermon-wise. Because we have to just be very cautious at all times about what we are taking in. We have to make sure it is the right things. Because like you say... We're also giving that back out. Yeah. And so if we're taking in the wrong things, let's just say we're taking scripture in, but it's in someone else's words. If we're taking it in wrong, then we're putting it out wrong. Yeah. And 
the Bible is the place that you go to find all the answers. So we want to make sure that what we're doing, we're doing it with all that we have in us and then giving it back the same way. I know from just sitting here and talking about this that I need to work on myself making sure that I'm hydrating myself with all that I need to. Like making sure that I'm filling myself with the living water so I can be overflowing with the living water. And I want to make sure that I'm not giving a quarter or a fourth or even a half that I'm giving, you know, I'm giving 75 or more to what I need to so that I'm overflowing and I'm not having to get up each day and feel like I've got to start all over like that. I've got that Mm -hmm. inside of me and I'm taking it on and I'm taking it on each and every day. You know, this is something that really is speaking to my own heart. Mm -hmm. Same here. I I think when we put like visuals with it and we're seeing it in different terms, different words, and we're just putting it out there in general, like, we're learning. We're learning yeah. too. And these are things that our hearts are being convicted of in this very moment just while we're speaking it because it's really putting things in perspective. And it, it's not like we didn't know it, but it's like an aha type moment where Absolutely. it's like, okay, this is my come to Jesus meeting. You know what I mean? Like God is speaking and he's clearly saying yeah. perspective, perspective, perspective. You have got to put things in the right order. You've got to be fueling yourselves with the right things so that you can also output those things to other people. That is a good word. It is really good. I've taken a lot from us just talking right now. So what do we really need? Mm, Jesus. <laughs> lots and lots Jesus. of Jesus. Jesus and to take notes on this sermon so that our message sermon. Take notes on this <laughs> message so that we can put it into action and not just listen. Yeah. But to take notes and to say, All right, I'm about to take this somewhere. I'm about to print it out and put it on my bulletin board in my cloth where I work every day because all I'm taking in right now is clothes all around me. I mean, let's just be real. Is that why you've been shopping? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking in what's already around me and that is clothing. No, I'm just kidding. But that's fine. Yes. We, I mean, we all have to get, you know, different things in order. We are working on ourselves. That's it's a right. daily commitment to God. It's a daily progress. And we're never going to be 100% perfect or perfect at all. We're yeah. never going to be there. But as long as we're working towards it on a daily basis, that's what truly matters. Growing together, girl. Mm. Uh, Growing and learning together. Growing and learning. Yep. Always. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week and make sure to share with all of your friends and subscribe to our podcast channel. Yes. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.